Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Hey, ladies, what's going on? What is going on? I don't know who has logged on, but we thank God that each and every one of you have logged on today. Uh, Please let us know where you're watching from if you're new to the show. Ladies, we would love for you to share, share, share. Tell somebody to tell somebody. This is your show, our show. Level Level up, up, girl. girl. We are back with season five, episode one. I am your host, Pastor Lucy. And I'm your co-host, Bonnie Blasa. Amen. And we are back, just like we never left. Come Come on on now. Come on, somebody. We have never left. (laughs) We have been working like busy bees, but we are so happy to be able to be back uh, with you ladies. We want to say hello to Laura, uh, Lynette. We have Saran. We have Jennifer. We have Valia. Uh, we have so many beautiful women that are logging on. Go ahead and share this on your page. Share it with your squad. And while we on squads, we want to give a nice shout out to our faith squad. Ooh. I don't know where you at, but there are women <laughs> that have said presence, that have said, you know what, I'm going to be part of a greater something that God is just moving. We want to say hello to Tracy and all those that are joining even as we are speaking. Ladies, we are so happy with the beautiful turnout that we had in the conference as you saw our little clip there on a little bit of the recap of that conference. It was our very first conference. Uh, We learned a lot. Uh, We got a lot under our belt um, to be able to do greater things in the future. We are planning our uh, May 2023 level up girl uh conference so stay tuned for all that great stuff we're about to be releasing very soon so that you can save the date amen and put it in your calendars if you haven't we want to say thank you and welcome to all those that are watching live those that will be watching on the replay and those that are a part of our podcast um where can they find this podcast uh Yeah, the podcast is called Level Up Girl Podcast. It is on any digital platform that, you know, has a podcast available. And so you can just, if you need to Google it, you can, but we're on Apple. We are, I believe, um, Spotify, Mm -hmm. um, Google, Google, Mm -hmm. yeah, every major platform. So uh, all you have to do is go on and look up Level Up Girl Podcast and you will find our picture there. We have a ton of episodes. We have four seasons full of wonderful episodes of things that we women go through, things that perhaps uh, maybe you're going through that you uh, maybe thought that you're the only one that was Mm -hmm. going through it. Uh, You might be surprised that there's so many other women that are going through it. So go ahead and hit the share button. I always say, don't be stingy with the word of God. (laughs) I mean, you know, the word of God is to be shared. And when we're trying to level up, we cannot level up without the word of God. We're going to talk about, if you're here for the first time, we're going to talk about what this is all about, level up girl, what it means. We're going to talk about how we break down our segments so that you feel part of the gang. If you're here for the first time, let us shout you out. Let us know where you're watching from. Yep, I think we have somebody that's here that's new. Uh, Is it Valia? 
Dalia, yeah, I did see that. Uh, we just want to shout you out if you're here for the first time. Let us know where you're watching from, if somebody invited you. Uh, Sandy says, welcome back. Amen. We missed you guys so much. We have Lisa, uh, which is a faithful uh, watcher. Uh, we have so many different women that are just watching. Listen, ladies, this is going to be a great episode. You do not want to miss this. Uh, we've been gone for a little bit, uh, going through some personal situations. As you know, full-time pastor. So, you know, we have the ministry, but we were also uh, revamping a lot of the things that we wanted to do for Level Up Girl. So what is uh, the purpose of this podcast? Yeah, Afani? the purpose of this podcast is to be to others what we did not have when we were in our desert. Mm. And so we like to be able to encourage women, uplift women, let them know that, you know, the situations that you have been through is not who you are, mm. you know, that you can uh, uh, renew yourself, you know, through the word of God and be uplifted. We want to be to you ladies what we needed when we were in our desert. And so we pray that everything that is released here on this podcast blesses your life. Mm. We pray that it would uh, uh, take you into, you know, other levels, new dimensions, you know, of places where maybe you thought you could not, you know, ever see yourself in. And so Level Up Girl is a resource for every woman who, you know, wants to level up, who mm -hmm. needs to level mm -hmm. up. We are here to encourage our sisters because as you already know, we are our sister's keepers. That's right. And we live by that. Um, definitely. And I, I like to add that although we are, we want to be to those, uh, what we needed when we were in the desert, we also want to come alongside you in the journey that you are right now. Uh, maybe you're not in a desert. Maybe you mm -hmm. are just coming out of one. Maybe you're going through situations. Maybe you're uh, happy, but you still need a squad. You still yeah. need people that uh, will be your community, your yeah. sisterhood. Um, you know, life is not meant to be done alone. Nope. Um, it's so much better when you have people uh, to encourage you, to celebrate you, to do life with. And I'm just so happy with each and every um, one of you uh, that is joining us here. Uh, we are happy to shout you out. Uh, Valia says, um, the new family that was there on Sunday. Oh, okay. Aww. Well, God bless you. Welcome to Level Up Girl. Um, this is awesome. We're so happy to have you join us um, and everybody else that is uh, joining live. So who uh, needs to watch this podcast? Everybody and they mama. Everybody no. and they mama. You heard it <laughs> firsthand from Fani. Everybody and they mama. This is an interactive yep. show. So go ahead, comment, let us know if we're talking about something and it just hits a chord. Make sure you help us out with the emojis. Make sure that you let us know that God is speaking and that mm -hmm. it's uh, hitting home. Uh, make sure you start uh, writing down people's names so that they can get the notifications that we are live. We are back and we are not planning to go nowhere. <laughs> Amen. We are here to stay because we have an assignment from God. So we break this down into uh, four different segments. For those of you that are here for the first time, we break it up into uh, number one, entanglements. Uh, those are scenario situations that we find ourselves in. It could be emotional, uh, mental, spiritual, just different entanglements that we find ourselves in. We then go to another segment called level up and we level up by using the word of God. How many of you know that there is no leveling up unless you have the word of God inside of you? So we need to reference the word of God and make it something living inside of us. The Bible says, don't just be hearers, but be doers. doers. And so I need you to understand, and this is something that God was speaking to me so powerfully about. 
the Bible says that uh, Jesus was likening a person that hears the word and lives by the word. In other words, they're doing the word as the person that builds their house on a rock, right? That when the winds come and they blow, mm -hmm. that their house is not going to be torn apart. And then he likens the person that hears the word, but doesn't do anything about it, doesn't live out the word, doesn't have the word inside of them to a person that has built their house on sand. What happens when, when the winds come? You get blown away. Yep. And so we have to understand that we need the word. And then lastly, we end uh, this segment with affirmation. It is just speaking truth, speaking life into our life. Mm -hmm. Amen. According to what God has spoken over us. So today, without further ado, I know that you wanted to know what we've been up to. Like I said, we've been working, but we are super happy to have each and every one of you. Uh, make sure that you continue to share throughout the broadcast so that other people can be able to uh, appreciate or be blessed by, by these words that God has given us and placed in our heart. Uh, we also have the Level Up Girl global uh, page on Facebook, Instagram. We are also on YouTube uh, uh, through uh, Luz Hernandez Ministries. We also have a website where we have a shop uh, we have a lot of still uh, nice sweaters now for the cold um, that are still available. You can mm -hmm. go and shop. It is at the bottom of your screen, www.lhm1.org. You can go into the tab that says shop, and you can uh, shop right from the comfort of your own home. So make sure that you do that. And then that way we can be able to uh, uh, help you out and ship you out whatever it is that you're ordering. For sure. Ladies, as you all know, Level Up Girl is a free resource that we just, you know, pour out and, and we want to help people. And so if you are blessed by what we are doing and you want to support what we are doing here at Level Up Girl Global, you are able to go ahead and give um, through Cash App. Is it is it through the Cash App? I uh, know it's through the uh, uh, website. The website. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can go on the website and go ahead and support us through there. Um, whatever the Lord places in your heart, we are grateful. You can also support us by purchasing okay. our merchandise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can also uh, send through uh, Cash App. I'm sorry. And it's dollar sign Pastor Loose. It's right on your screen. Amen. Praise God. So today I want to just jump into this because I'm super excited about what God has given us. Amen. And so today's entanglement is, it's called Arise. Um, and you might look at the coin phrase and say, why is this an entanglement? Mm -hmm. I thought entanglements were things that would, uh, you know, you're caught up in mm -hmm. or entanglements usually are negative and we want to level up. Why would the word arise be an entanglement? And so I wanted to tell you uh, that it can be an entanglement. We're going to go into deep what God has uh, placed in our heart um, as to why this can be an entanglement. Uh, I don't know if it's happened to you, but for me, for myself, I've been scrolling through social media and I caught myself looking at about eight to 10 different ministries with the word Deborah arise, beautiful, uh, captivating flyers mm -hmm. and marketing that say Deborah arise, yep. uh, maybe something else called Esther arise, um, Hannah arise, little girl arise. I've seen classes, conferences, Bible studies, books, uh, articles. I mean, you name it, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. And listen, I've preached about it also. 
I've taught about it. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, when we're teaching and all this stuff, God gives us revelation. And, and to be honest with you, I will continue teaching Deborah Arise and Esther Arise and Little Girl Arise, all that great stuff that God would um, give us in order to be able to bless somebody else. Now, however, it wasn't until recently as I was looking at these uh, different flyers that I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit say to me, my daughters are overwhelmed with a concept that they are not grasping because many times it's hard for them to relate. Mm. Listen up. Although it is so good to see somebody talk about Deborah arise, many of God's daughters don't understand or cannot relate to a Deborah arise. Now, is this message for everybody? Maybe not. But many can't see the practicality of a Deborah arise or Esther arise. And so I felt led to talk about this tonight. Amen. Who's ready? I don't know. Oh, I'm ready. Listen, it's been a while since we've gotten into this, so I'm excited. I don't know about them, but listen, if you guys will not snatch the word for tonight, Come on. I'm taking it with me. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Mm. So, yes, let's just get into it. So, arise. It, the verb of this is uh, of a problem, opportunity, or a situation. Mm -hmm. It means to emerge, to uh, become apparent. Mm. Um, other, other things that are similar or words that are similar are is to come to light, mm -hmm. to become apparent, mm -hmm. to make an appearance. Oh, I love that. Mm. To make an appearance. To make an appearance. That is what it is to mm. arise. Come so to the center stage. Yeah, to appear, to emerge. It says to turn up, come about, okay. surface, spring up, mm. enter into the picture. Oh, I, lo I love what those mm. words do to my imagery, mm -hmm. the pictures in my mind. I can literally see myself entering into the picture, showing up into center stage. My God. Listen, my favorite is turn up. <laughs> I think that our generation might have to that word or verbiage mm -hmm. a little, you know, misconstrued. Like, okay, my turn up is doing, you know, drinking party. Okay. Oh, listen, there's other ways to turn up. Like, I'm tired of being where I was, Ooh. so it's time to arise. Okay. Let's turn up, then we could turn up. Then. We can turn up in the spirit, <laughs> somebody. Okay, I love that. So uh, the formality of the word and the word that we all use and know is when we say arise, it means to get up, right? To stand up. And so, um, I don't know, let's use the word tonight in order to level up. I don't know if you're ready, but if you, if you are ready, make sure that you have your Bibles handy because we going into the word, we going deep to see how we can use this word arise instead of it being an entanglement, something that we don't understand, we cannot relate. How can we relate to these women that have been arising throughout the history of the word of God? For sure. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, go into Deuteronomy 10 verse 11. Okay. And it says, and the Lord said to me, arise, go on your journey at the head of the people so that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Mm. What you got for us? Pastor? So listen, how do we level up? I, listen, maybe you're not called to be a Deborah, a mother of Israel. Maybe you weren't called for that. Uh, you know, a mother of the people. Maybe you haven't been called to be an Esther in charge of a whole kingdom. 
And sometimes this is why we can relate when we look at these women. Maybe when you hear about their lives, it's so hard to translate it over to your own life because you're living a reality that's totally different than what we're reading in the word of God. How their life relates to your current situation. You see, I started to think about the reason why we teachers and preachers use biblical references. And it's almost so that we can look at different aspects or elements of these passages mm -hmm. and so that you can see yourself as in a mirror in order to be able to pluck those things that you can use for your own life to be able to grow in the spirit and to be able uh, to grow in the kingdom of God. For instance, let's look at Deborah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of people out there that are preaching, teaching about Deborah. Uh, and it's an awesome story. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of things that you can just glean from and learn from. But if we look at Deborah, we can look at her life and say, you know, this woman broke the stigma of her time, right? Because her time was ruled by men. So this woman arose to break the stigma of her time, a time where only men really led. If we look at Deborah, we can see that she believed in God, although it was different than every other woman of her time. And I love that because sometimes God is calling us to be women. Um, that will arise at a different pace, at a different magnitude, mm -hmm. at a different capacity yep. than every other woman that surrounds you. That's so real. My God. <sighs> Pastor, I, I kind of want to throw in a side note on what you're saying. I think that because some women may feel like they can't arise in the way that maybe we've heard it preached or, you know, how we see it with Deborah or Esther, um, it's it's easy for people to become discouraged because they think that that is what's expected of them mm. rather than, you know, us just giving to the capacity to which God has allowed us to, to carry something out. That is so good. I love that because you know what? It, it's too often the times where we are always comparing ourselves to somebody else's greatness, to somebody else's calling, to somebody else's journey. And I love this because we're going to go into it says arise and go on your journey. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say I'm going to go on Fani's journey yeah. or she's going to go on my journey. No, it says go on your journey. So when we look at this woman, she was able to juggle being a wife, mm -hmm. a judge, accurately leading an army and still being able to hear from God. Oh, I love God. that. I love it. That's a lot of juggling. It is a lot of juggling. Listen. Linda, listen, I don't know how many of you are out there and you're a mom, a wife, a counselor, physician, you know, you, you have a full-time job, you're in ministry. I mean, what else can we do? And we have to juggle it gracefully. Amen. And so when we look at her, we can look at her and say, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling miserably at this juggling. I'm not a juggler, <laughs> right? Um, maybe courage uh, to be the first, let's say Esther, right? The mm -hmm. courage to do the right thing, even though it would cost her her life. If we look at Esther, yep. she had to sacrifice for her generation and for those that were going to come uh, behind her. But maybe you say to yourself, you know what? Those stories are awesome. Those stories sound, you know, magnificent. Mm -hmm. They almost motivate me to change my name to Deborah, yep, yep. or maybe I want to change <laughs> my name to Esther, but the truth of the matter is that my name is Lucy and her yeah. name is Bonnie. And we ain't changing our names at this point of our lives, right? 
but maybe I was called to arise and go on my own journey as I am commanded mm -hmm. to go on my own journey. And this is where the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. He said, you know what? My daughters are listening to Deborah arise, Esther arise, mm -hmm. you know, Hannah arise, and all these beautiful, strong women that did great things, but they cannot correlate or connect why it's important to take these elements and translate it into their life as as opposed to looking at somebody's journey, going on my own journey. Mm. And this is where it gets so hard. Yep. I think that we need to learn to be women that can admire, you know, either women that we are surrounded by now or even reading the word and see people who were capable of doing things and say, man, I love that, you know, Deborah, she was a wife, she was a prophet, she was able to lead an army. I can't do those things, but with what I have, mm. I'm going to I'm going to lead exactly how she was leading, maybe in whatever, you know, capacity uh -huh. you can. And so I think that when you look at it with a different perspective, instead of looking at it and saying, uh, you know, or throwing yourself a pity party or being pessimistic about, man, I could never attain those things that, you know, maybe Pastor Lucy is attaining. Mm. You know, my when, God, when we understand that, okay, maybe there's areas in my life that maybe a Pastor Lucy wouldn't be able to manage, you know? Let's and go. so when we look at it in that perspective, you're able to produce exactly in your lane. Come on, who's understanding what the spirit is speaking? I, I wish I had a couple of people here that would just start to, to send us some emojis and let us know um, if this is uh, something that is hitting home uh, tonight in, in your hearts. I mean, why can't we relate many times mm -hmm. to these women? Because maybe we look at a Deborah and she had a picture perfect life or mm -hmm. she had it all together. And, and, and here we are sitting home or, or trying to juggle the wife, the kids and, yeah. and the schoolwork. And, and I just came tired from work and, and my life doesn't look like Deborah's life. Mm -hmm. Man, this woman was sitting under this tree giving people judgments. Uh, you know, she, she uh, was able to prophesy all of a sudden this woman, she's just so, so powerful. And mm -hmm. she goes out and, and tells this man, listen, uh, we're going to go and fight. And, and, and then she leads the army. And then she says, well, listen, you know what? God is going to give us the victory, but it's not going to come through your hands. It's going to come through the hands of a woman. She goes into the battlefield and she's st still able to listen uh, uh, from God. In other words, she was connected to God in all this. You might be sitting at home in your slippers, in your 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 sleeping clothes, uh, with rollers on. I don't know. Maybe you have a migraine. Maybe you got cramps. Maybe you know why you just got a headache. Maybe the migraine is so bad that you can't even open your eyes. Maybe you know things are happening that that nobody else knows about, you don't even want to share. Mm -hmm. And so maybe your life doesn't look like a Deborah because her life looks so well put together because I can read about her story. Yep. And that is the problem about Come watching on. a movie or seeing yep. somebody's story in a book or That's in the good. word of God because it looks like a great story yep. because you have a beginning mm -hmm. and you have an end mm -hmm. and you don't know where your life is going to end and or where it's headed. I, I love I love that you're saying that because, you know, many times, like you're saying, we read a story and because we see the beginning and we see the victory at the end. But what about the in-between? The in-between. Mm. I think that when, when we think about the in-between, like, scares us. you know, the things that we have to encounter, the things that we go through, right? Like, you, 
let, let's say we come here and we're having this podcast, but you don't know what me and Pastor Lucy have been going through all week. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what we've been, been going through this year. And so we can sit here and, and you know, present ourselves in such a way. And you're saying, oh, my God, those women, you know, they're anointed. God is mm-hmm. using them in such a way. But what about the in-between? That's and, so good. And, and I think that being vulnerable and letting you know that we go through things. You know, mm. sometimes we're hurt. Sometimes, you, you know, like we go through things just exactly like all of you are in here. Listen, I, I love that you say that. I'm going to piggyback off of that because, right, all of a sudden you see these two girls, they're on, on social media, they have uh, lashes and they have all this makeup on, they did their hair, maybe they're looking all cute with the balloons in the back. I know you like them. We like them too. Listen, and they look cute and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, these girls got it all together. Oh my God, they're in ministry. Oh my God, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost. I feel like God is speaking to me right through, uh, uh, you know, this uh, uh, screen that I'm watching, right? You don't understand. I got to take a flight tomorrow to go see my, my friend of 40 years in a casket. That's the real deal. At the end of the month, I'm celebrating one year anniversary of my brother being dead, my best friend, the guy that I confided in, or, you know, he he was like my son. Listen to what I'm saying. And you were talking about the anointing that people are feeling over, over the broadcast. You're feeling the oil of the crushing that we've had to have in this season. We just had our conference and our conference was birthing in the desert, literally. Literally, we went through the desert. Mm -hmm. Literally, we've been crushed to the point that the oil is dripping. But there was crushing. There was pain. There was was tears that had to be shed in order to have that that anointing. And so you might be reaping the benefits of goosebumps, reaping the benefits of feeling like you're in in cloud nine because of the anointing that God is using uh, to speak to you tonight. But I want to tell you that there is a crushing behind the curtain that not too many people know about. And so be careful when you say, well, I want to be like her. I want to be like Esther. Mm -hmm. I want to be like Deborah. Because many times God is just asking you to go on your own journey. Because your journey is going to be hard enough. Mm-hmm. For sure. That's my God. Good stuff. My God. And, Go ahead. And so many times, you know, we, we see these people. We see the the the, the uh, lights and the action, you, you know. And you're like, man, but my life doesn't look like yours. Mm. And so you're like, oh, my life, it, it sucks. It stinks. <laughs> you know, you're thinking my life is more like Lazarus. Like, than uh, Esther. <laughs> exactly, than Esther. Like Esther was smelling good. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> stink like what's going on something something's wrong mm. and so why why is it that i can't relate to an esther i feel more like a lazarus right dead past expiration somebody jesus so where are the women who who say i can't relate mm. it says uh god sent us to tell you tonight to arrive my god God sent us tonight to tell you to arise. But I love that the arise that God is asking you to do tonight is to go on your own journey. Yes. It's not to arise and be a, a Deborah. Maybe you're not called to be a Deborah. Maybe mm. you're not called yeah. to be an Esther. Maybe your reality doesn't look like those women because maybe their reality looked too perfect. Yep. Esther, sure. Esther bathed in, oil, in beautiful extravagant mm. oils it's for six so. months. <laughs> Girl, you look at your life, you're like, girl, my life stinks. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> let, 
can we keep it real? Like Come on, somebody. when I left the house, I was that I was I felt like Lazarus. I was like, <laughs> I stink. So let me just do a couple things here and there and yet like I'm I'm still you came short straight from work. I, I'm still short Come from on. whatever Esther was, you know, dealing with over there. You know, so <laughs> what are we to do? What are we to do here? My God, we're saying hi to Stephanie Franklin. Thank hey, you for Steph. joining us. Uh, we are super happy to have you here and every other woman, Arelis, every other woman that is uh, watching live. We thank you so much for allowing us to come into your homes, in your car, at your job, wherever you're watching yeah. us from. Make sure that you share with somebody. Uh, Servana says you look beautiful. Okay. Amen. And so, you know, one of the things that we got to understand tonight is that God is not asking you to be like Deborah. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes we as preachers, we make that that assumption or even that mistake. I, I want to call it even mm. that mistake. And, and you know, when we're preaching, we get so excited. We're like, you know, we look at the uh, at the uh, crowd and say, Deborah, arise. But what if I cannot look at myself as a Deborah. Maybe I'm not in that stage. Maybe I don't want to be a mother to a nation. Maybe I wasn't called to a greater people. Maybe God is asking us to arise in our own journey, in our reality. Maybe he's telling you, you need to arise from that infidelity that you're going through. You need to uh, arise from that bad reputation that you just got out of. Maybe you need to arise from maybe a ministerial circle for those ministers that are watching. I've learned that I don't fit into every ministerial circle. Come on, somebody. Listen, Elisha was called to follow Elijah. The word says that there was a whole company of prophets that was watching from afar. In other words, Elisha was vibing with Elijah. He wasn't hanging out with the company of, of the, the prophets. Okay. And so many times we were... We're not called to fit with every ministerial circle. You got to be okay with that. There are times that God is like, see that person, that person that's getting invited to every place to preach. I don't want you to around that person because your job is something different mm -hmm. because you've got to go the opposite direction. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to feel secure within themselves and the voice of God that's in their life telling them you're going in a different direction. I don't want you to be a Jeremiah. I want you to be an Isaiah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. That's good. And that's when we need to recognize mm -hmm. the Lord in us, his voice and our own journey. You cannot go on my journey. Mm -hmm. You can't go on her journey. She can't go on yours. I can't go on your journey. And that takes me to something so powerful. In all my 46 years of being alive, I've noticed one thing. That there are places, no matter how much I'm loved, no matter how close people are to me, there are some places that i only be able to go by myself. Mm -hmm. That's real. Listen, when I'm grieving the loss of my brother and I am sleeping on my side, although I'm sleeping with my husband, he can't go on that journey with me because mm -hmm. that crying and that sobbing in the middle of the night that I can't sleep because I'm missing somebody that I love. He can't go on that journey with me. The day that I had to stand in front of his casket, he couldn't go on that journey with me, although he was standing right next to me. I wish somebody understood deep down in their hearts and in their mind that there are some journeys 
that you're going to have to do alone. It's your journey that God is asking you to arise in. Mm -hmm. And it's important to own your journey. You can't look at somebody else's journey. Maybe God is asking you to arise. Maybe uh, from whatever you're, you're, you're going through, whatever situation you find yourself in. It could be different for everybody else. Amen. And so uh, I love what you're saying because it's so real. Like there is so many other areas where we as women, we can come and arise. Like for some women, it may be in the workplace. For some women, it may be at home. Mm. It may be at your job, you know, at, at your school. And so in your health, like you got to take care of yourself Ooh. because this is, you know, the, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And so I think that we need to be women who understand, listen, it's okay for me to take my journey. Mm. It's okay for me to, to, to be able to walk it out and, and maybe have different experiences than other women. Mm. What I love about the Lord is that he does not misuse any season. Ooh. He does not misuse any season. The Bible says that he works all things out for our good, mm. for those who love him, mm. right? And call, are called according to his will. That's and right. so if you are people who love God, who are, you know, called, and, and you're women who say, you know what, God, may it be your will and not mine. Mm. We need to understand that when sometimes the situations or in ways that God is using us or processing us looks different than my sister, it is okay because only you can testify about how Jesus. you got through what you were going through. My only God. you're able to speak to women who are probably going through things that you have gone through. Oof. I probably can't ever speak to those women because I can't relate. Oh, Jesus. I can't relate. And so when our perspective is, you know what, God, at whatever capacity you want to use me, whether so that's good. at school, whether, so whether it's at, at, you know, in the bathroom ministry, Let's go. like, you know, cleaning the bathrooms in the mm. church and there's people walking in, you know, and you're like just uh, ministering to them and whatever capacity, like do not dim yourself because Woo! you do not feel that's like you're word. not good enough, you know, like, like we need to just literally stay in our lane and be okay with the lane that God has chosen for us because that is part of his will for our life. Oh Lord. I want to take a quick little break and say hello to my sister, Terry. Where are you at sister girlfriend? Hey, We've done missed you. <laughs> Amen. So God bless you. We love you. <laughs> Stephanie Franklin. Uh, everybody is just uh, uh, commenting. Vanessa, she raised up her hands. Um, Areli said, yes. Uh, 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 Lynette says, amen. Listen, listen. Uh, Jennifer says, y'all bringing it tonight. Ladies, come on. Let us hear you out. Understand that the Holy Spirit is speaking to amen. us. Because quite, listen, we are in the, the era of overload on social media platforms. And listen, I told you about eight to 10 different ministries, different pages beautiful uh, uh, flyers and beautiful marketing. Mm -hmm. And it's wonderful to, to and like I said, I've done it myself. I've preached about it. I'm going to continue to preach about it. But it was almost as if I heard the Holy Spirit say, many of these women cannot relate to Deborah. They can't relate to Esther. They're not in that season. They don't understand their journey. And today God is saying, you must arise. Listen, arise every time you want to quit. That is what God is asking of you right here, right now. Maybe he's not asking you to go and leave a whole nation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come on. Because right. right here from Tampa, I ain't leading no nation right now. 
Maybe God is just saying, you know what, boo? Get up from that bed that you want to be depressed in. I'm asking you to arise, to arrive, mm -hmm. to turn mm -hmm. up from that bed you want to stay in. I love that. I love it because sometimes we think that arising is doing the big thing. Okay. When, you know what? Right now, how do I need to arise? Maybe depression is trying to get to me, but mm. in the way that I arise is saying, I'm not going to let this defeat me. And maybe I don't have anything else to give, but to get up out of this bed. And Ooh. that's all I have to offer. And so that is a form of us arising. And so don't always think that arising means that... That, you know, you gotta you're go about, preach. You gotta go preach. That you just mm. you're gonna release the book next week, and mm. you know that God is about to uh, ascend you to the nations. It <sighs> does not work that way. My God, listen. Being victorious is even just hanging on, even if it's by a thread. Make exactly. sure it's the thread of the hem of exactly. the garment of Jesus Christ. But even if it's just hanging on, that is your victory. That is you arising at the time that you need to arise. Just like Fanny was saying. Your arising doesn't look like my arising. Your journey doesn't look like my journey. And this is where we as preachers or teachers or people motivating others need to understand that everybody's unique in their walk. Yes, you can look at what God did with me. And you can say, if God did it with her, he can do it with me. Come, Come on. on. Let's see some hands. Let's where are the hands, hands tonight? Somebody got to show me some hands because Preach. it is the truth. If God did it with me, he can do it with you. Hmm. But many times it's in a different scenario. Yep. Many times it's in a different way. Listen, I'm divorced twice. Okay, I'm divorced twice. I can't go and tell somebody, oh, you better leave that man. Hmm. Oh, he no good. No, I ain't going to tell you that. Because God might might resurrect your marriage and mine died. Come on, somebody. Jesus. There are people that die and there are people that get healed from cancer. Mm -hmm. Some people don't have that. And it depends on God's will for each individual and unique journey. I love that. You know what? When you think about... Uh, uh, you know, how Jesus came and resurrected the little girl that needed to arise. That was God's will for that girl's life. And then when you think about other scenarios where maybe people had to mm. die, you mm. know, sometimes things have to die and some things uh, um, God will bring to life. Ooh. And so when we understand that concept, you're like, okay, I understand that because mm -hmm. it was God's will, this had to die. Mm. But if it was his will, he will resurrect it. That's right. That's right. And so tonight we're talking to everyday women, women like Fani, women like me, you know, people that are just, you know what, living life to the best of their ability, being called to a place, being called to a journey to try to be the best mother you can, to try to be the best employee or business owner, to try to be the best minister and keep your heart pure, to try to be a, 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 a pure prophet, to try to be the best worshiper that you can. Many times we're talking to people that are down to earth, people that maybe don't have a ministry, yeah. that are just trying to keep their sanity together. Yeah. I don't want to hear about Deborah if I'm just trying to keep it all together because mm. I'm about to lose my marbles. <laughs> There's people that are waiting for God uh, uh, and they're frustrated because God promised them the man, yep. the one, yep. and they frustrated. They don't want to hear no Deborah. Deborah yeah. had a husband. My God. There's ladies in waiting and they're like, well, when is it my turn? Jesus. Listen, this is why we need to arise right after you throw that pity party. Come on. Arise because you're frustrated waiting on, on 
God for the one. Mm -hmm. Arise when your kid has been diagnosed with some type of uh, uh, autism or ADHD. Come on. Arise even when cancer has mm. been diagnosed. Mm. Arise when your mother or father or sister or brother have passed away. Listen. And you feel like you can't go on. My God. My God. Arise even... Even though you're counting the months since they've been gone, hmm. arise from all that drives you crazy on a daily basis. Listen, I have to arise from having to go to the cemetery and see my, my brother, 36 years old, mm -hmm. in, in a gravesite. And that's where I go sing happy birthday to him and, and, and his one year anniversary. I gotta rise from that. Mm -hmm. I, I I can't worry about leading a nation. I gotta I gotta settle this score right here, right now. I gotta make it to the next moment. I gotta make it to my next season. Mm -hmm. I gotta make it out of this thing that's trying to drive me nuts. I gotta make it out of these emotions that are drowning me. I gotta make it out of the things that are trying to make me crazy. I wish I had somebody mm -hmm. here that says, you know, I'm gonna arise at my journey. I'm going to arise in the place that I am. I can't look at all these things and wish that I was a Deborah and wish that I was an Esther and wish that I was Talita Kumi and, and rise up. Listen, right now, I just got my kid diagnosed with autism and I got to deal with that one. I got I to gotta deal with dressing my kid up because he's special needs in the morning. Hello? A lot of the ministers that I know, that's what they're going through right now. A grown kid dressing them up because they, they have special needs. And they still get their butts to the altars and preach a heck of a, of a sermon. And here you are, oh, I wish I had her anointing. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. No, you don't. You need your anointing. You need your journey. You need to arise in the place that you are right here, right now. Amen. My God. That's deep. That's deep. That's that's. Pulling the curtain. Mm. When you pull the curtain, you see everything that is behind it. Mm. You know? And many times you're always just going to see the glitz and the glam mm. without knowing that, you know, that person is probably preaching that message and is broken. They're, they're preaching to you about encouragement and come you know, on. arise. Come and, on. Girl, you got this. And, mm. you know, that God so has good. a purpose and a plan for your life. Do not sit in this pity party that you created for yourself and in that depression when that person is just feeling like it, their heart is ripping inside. I love that. Yet, you know what? I love it because it is, it. it's almost as if you've got that, that mustard seed faith mm. that is carrying you through. I love that. Like sometimes, you know what the reality is that we go through things and, and self-doubt will come into our minds. But you know what? When you know the God that you serve and the things that he has done for you in the past, you hold on to that hope, mm. knowing mm. knowing that his plan for you will is going to come to pass. Listen, I love that you said that because I can tell you to arise till I turn blue in the face. But tomorrow morning when depression wants to set in, I got to tell myself to arise. And this is the problem that we have when we look at people and we look at their best face forward. We look at their best. We look at the filtered stuff. And I love talking about that because a lot of us do that. We put our best face yep. forward we put all these I, that's why i like instagram better than facebook <laughs> don't tell nobody because they have filters mm -hmm. and you look real cute <laughs> you look real you look your best self and that is the problem when we put our best face forward and people are judging our lives based on that best face forward and they're thinking they want that they don't understand what's behind the scenes mm -hmm. listen David had to encourage himself in the Lord. Ain't no nobody in his army patting him in the back. No, they wanted to kill him. 
people that he led into victories, they wanted to kill him. He had to get into a place. The Bible says that he went and asked the priest to bring him the ephod. In other words, the ephod represented the presence of God. He says, I need to get into the presence of God because I'm not going to make it through this one. He didn't want to be Deborah. He didn't want to be Esther. He needed to be David right there, right then. Mm. I, I wish I had somebody tonight that understood. Listen, your journey doesn't look like everybody else's, mm. but that's all right, girl. That's all right, because God is calling you for this season to get up from where you are, whatever that is. It doesn't matter if it was from domestic violence. It doesn't matter if your husband cheated on you. It doesn't matter if you lost everything you owned. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life right now. God is asking you to arise this moment. My God. You know, Pastor, uh, with you saying that, um, what comes to mind is I'm able to talk to you about getting up because I, I forced myself this morning to get up. When I force myself, that means that I can encourage somebody else and say, girl, if I was able to get up today, I promise you that you are able to get up. And this is the way that we testify when we go through these things. It's almost as if God may allow these things on purpose That's right. for our faith in him to increase. And I so know. that we're able to speak to other women who feel like they can't arise. Listen, I love that. Listen, Terry says the cost is real. And I just want to piggyback off of what you said, because guess what? The oil that I dripped this morning by forcing myself to arrive mm. is the oil I can use to minister to you. This is the thing that if you don't go through nothing and you don't press and push forward through nothing, you're not going to have the oil to help somebody else because I cannot motivate you after I just done quit. Listen, mm. the Bible says counted all joy, counted all joy. You know what? Maybe I can't be joyful in the moment when I'm going through it. But after I've gotten through it, I can see that there was I'm able to be joyful in every circumstance. You know why? Because God continues to elevate my faith. Let's I continue go. to persevere. Mm. I continue to experience God in so different in so many different and levels and you know in ways that that right there is what's carrying me through mm. and so if you are connected tonight and you're going through things and you keep asking god why am i going through this mm. why do i have to keep going through different trials right. but why because we want to sit here and be comfortable but if you don't go through nothing what will you testify about come on that's right that is so powerful Adeli says my journey is a mess and i mask it well but he will carry me through that's right that, that is so true. He will carry you through. You just have to continue to arise every time the enemy wants to knock you down, every time you knock yourself down, because we do that all the time, right? Mm -hmm. When we make bad choices, or maybe even when we don't listen to the voice of God, sometimes we're the cause of a lot of the times that we got to push through anyway. Listen, I know, uh, uh, Stephanie says, I needed this so good. Listen, this is an amazing reminder. Yes, you know why? Because the Holy Spirit wants you to understand that your journey is worth it that your story is being written mm -hmm. and that story will be somebody else's uh, a motivation to be able to get up today you can read about deborah because she pushed through today you can read about esther because she put her life on the line but listen the story didn't look pretty when when mm -hmm. esther was going mm -hmm. through That's it because right. that girl had a she had a fast and pray for three days, nothing. She ain't eat nothing. She asked everybody in the kingdom to, to not eat anything. That looks ugly. I don't know if you've ever fasted uh, straight for a couple of days. You, you start dreaming about food. <laughs> Listen, the time that I fasted,
good straight girl. I I be thinking about food that I haven't eaten in 20 years. And then I start look I, I torture myself. Then I start going in Instagram and the stories of how to make those things yeah, that I want to yeah. eat once I finish the fast, I make myself crazy. And so when she was going through her life, it looked nasty. But today it looks beautiful yeah. because we see the beginning and we see the end. Mm. And then we judge our lives. God, maybe God is asking you to get up from your insecurities. Ooh. Maybe it's your insecurities you're fighting because yeah, every time yeah. you see somebody else arise, you get jealous. Yeah. Or as you say, jelly, right? Jelly. It's the nice way. It's the nice way. <laughs> and every time you see somebody wrote a book, you can't even handle yourself. You lose it. Mm. You might go on the social platform and say, oh, girl, you yeah. wrote a book. Congrats. Congrats. And the rats. And all the emojis with the with the celebration mode. And, and you go you go into your bedroom. You, you cry yourself to sleep because you haven't written the book God told you to yeah. write. Yeah. And so who's at fault here? Is it your sister for listening and obeying to God? Or you that have denied yourself of what God wants for you? It's our own insecurities sometimes. It's our own blocking of God's blessings sometimes. And we got to be real. We can't just sugarcoat this and, and make believe we're all great Christians mm -hmm. and we don't need mm -hmm. to work on ourselves. Listen, that is so mm. real. And I think that there's also a another side to this. It's about discipline as well. Like there's people who uh, may have, you know, uh, books inside of them. They may be able to preach those messages, mm. yet they're not disciplined enough to, you know, say, you know what, I'm going to take this serious. I know that God has called me for something, mm. yet I continue to brush this off and brush this off. And so you wonder, man, you know, um, why haven't I arrived? Sometimes Ooh. you also need to put from your part in order for you to be able to, to be seen in order that. for you to arise. I love that. You know what it is? And I and I, I love that you said that because when we look at the beginning of the story and we look at the end of the story or somebody else's journey, we're like, well, why haven't I written a book? They prophesied I should have written a book. Lady, you haven't sat down and typed anything. It's not just going to appear unless you get a ghostwriter right. yeah. and dictate over a phone and they interview you and they write the book for you. And so a lot of the things that we go through in our life is because we won't submit to a process. Yeah, that's real. My that God. Real. My God. I wish somebody could understand that. We're looking at somebody's highlights and judging ourselves and our insecurities, but we won't submit ourselves to the process. Yep. In other words, I'm going to have to, you know what, sweat tears, mm -hmm. right, of work and hard work. And maybe I'm going to have to go to sleep at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning because I have a full-time job. I do full-time ministry. I have kids. I have a husband. I have other things that I'm responsible for. And guess what? Maybe I don't have time to write the book, but I'm going to have to squeeze it in. And so I can't look at my sister and hate on her because she wrote her book and I won't. Yep. I won't submit myself to that process. And the same thing with maybe uh, coming up with a song or the same thing with starting that ministry that yep. God asked you yep. to. You, you know, everything takes work. Yep. There's processes. And everybody that we look at in the word of God went through those processes. It just looks different because you see the beginning and you see the end of the story. Tonight, God is speaking to us. Stop mystifying the word arise. Oh my yeah, God, it's yeah. just this arrival, right? Arrival coming soon. Arrival coming soon. I'm going to arise. Ooh. <laughs> the word arise. It, we mystify the word arise. Every day you yeah. choose to get up. You have risen. Amen. 
I love it. I love this whole topic right here. I mean, you know what? Sitting here listening to this, like, yeah, you may see, you know, God doing, you know, using me in different areas and stuff like that. But the reality is that sometimes I am that I am that woman that needs to arise. You know, like I said, maybe maybe today wasn't a good day and it was hard for me to even show up here to speak to you ladies. Like, listen. Oh my God, sometimes God will allow you to go through things so that you can be able to testify about them. And once you understand that concept, I think that your perspective will completely change and you'll say every time, man, I'm going through this, but I'm not going to let this defeat me because Mm. I'm going to get the victory. That's right. Sometimes the enemy, he will use tactics, whatever it is, maybe for you, maybe it's a, a, um, you know, um, distractions, maybe is, you know, that you can't fully focus on something and and, and you go to something else rather than Mm. focusing on that thing. And so there are things that will hold you back and the enemy will use these things for you not to arise. And so do not allow the enemy, do not allow your own mind, do not Mm. allow your own feelings, your, your, your flesh to dictate if you will arise or you will not, when you operate in the spirit, when you know the God that you serve, when he has called you for such a time as this to say, listen, it it, it doesn't matter. Uh, um, There's nothing that's going to hold me back from what God has called me to do because I have purpose. Mm -hmm. And whether that's in the workplace, whether that's in the bathroom ministry, I love that. Listen, I love that because this is why we don't get to where we need to get to. We mystify all these concepts so much. We think that a, a, a rise means that I have to go into the, the nations and, and I got to fly all yeah. over the place and be invited into 100 uh, uh, ministries and, and, and platforms in order to speak the word of God. Then I arose. Mm-hmm. Or what you just said, for such a, I've been called for such a time as this. People mystify that concept mm-hmm. and say, I've been called for such a time as this when I go on a platform to preach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been called for mm-hmm. such a time mm-hmm. as this if I prayed over somebody and they received their reward. It gotta look pretty. It gotta look pretty. Yeah. Listen, you've been called for such a time as this when you wake up in the morning and you don't want to take your kids to school because you're not having it today because yes, you're mm-hmm. having a, a bad air day or a migraine or yep. you got some cramps and yep. things are not working out where you just had a fight with your husband and he acting a fool and so are you. Mm. God called you for such a time as this because you're going to have to show up right there and then. Listen, I think of Paul when you just said that. Like, Paul is in a prison writing these encouraging letters. Okay. And like, what? <laughs> what? Listen. <laughs> that was, for such a time as this, that was that was his for such a time as this Listen, moment. listen, we, we here being transparent today. I, I called uh, Fani and I was telling her, I was like, you know what? I went to, to a, a medical appointment today and I wore her husband's t-shirt uh, design Christian that says, uh, uh, Jesus said, uh, Jesus saves, saves, know that, or right? Something like yeah. that. Uh, Jesus saves, know that, right? Because I, I, I'm all in, right? Mm-hmm. So I wear my cute little t-shirt. I'm preaching the gospel as I walk down the street. I'm a Christian, right? And so I walk into this place. These people are acting like fools, man. They didn't have my stuff. They didn't have anything. You know, I want to go Jersey under my... I, I'm glad I didn't have any hoops. I wanted to take them off and go you off on somebody. Ready. I was ready. I, I looked at this girl in the face. I said, what? I've been waiting for this for two months to be in this office. And you don't just told me I don't have my records here. Like, you know what? S- somebody's about to get it. Then I remembered, I got the shirt and I said, oh, I, I'm, for such a time as this, I've been called to the kingdom. I better not act a fool because I'm representing oh Jesus. God. And so I had to do it in a nice way and say, you know, somebody dropped the ball. 
ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, somebody dropped the ball. I need to speak to the manager, please. To the manager, please. <laughs> In a nice way with a nice smile. Jesus loves you, but I need to speak to the manager. And so what I'm trying to say is that we mystify these things yeah. and say, oh, for such a time as this, only when I'm having victories. Well, guess mm. what? For such a time as this, you're going through the trials and tribulations yep, that you're yep. going through. Why? Because you're going to have to speak to somebody with the oil that you're getting from the crushing. Yep. And so, yes, we want to paint a beautiful picture for such a time as this. But for such a time as this, you're getting crushed. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because somebody's going to need that oil. Because somebody's going to be going through it that's not as strong as you. And they're going to need to hear from you that you made it through, that you pushed through, that you arose in the midst of that such a time as this. Come on. When you think about Esther and the process that she had to go through, it says that she had to do something that was not even uh, permissible for her to do. Yet she said, if I perish, I perish. Mm. Come mm. on. That was her for such a time as this. Like, do you understand that she said, if I perish, I perish before it says, you know, for, she for made such it. a time as this, she made it. <laughs> so understanding that there is a process that sometimes it looks ugly. Listen, and she said, if I perish, I perish, she could die. Yep. And there's some people that do die. Guess what? It, it's not always that, that uh, uh, beautiful ending. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Paul. <laughs> Paul, Paul was in prison most of his his uh, uh, career, right? Most of the letters he wrote, he wrote yeah. from prison. Mm -hmm. Your journey might not look so pretty. Yeah. How many of the prophets, there was a prophet that had to go uh, uh, years uh, uh, naked announcing uh, uh, the Lord. There was another prophet that had to go and marry a prostitute. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. Your journey does not look like mine, but it's still your journey. You must own it. You must arise in your journey. And so maybe I'm not called to be a warrior princess. Yep. Yep. Maybe I'm not called to be the mother of Israel. Maybe I'm not called to the nations. Mm -hmm. Because my journey doesn't look like yours. And I can't judge me on you. This is the problem with what we're going through mm -hmm. in the culture that we live in today. Because, you know, I think that arriving or arising or for such a time as this looks like me going and preaching to the nations. Mm -hmm. And God is just saying, babe, I just need you to get up in the morning. Yeah. I just need you to look at, at the mirror and see you as I see mm -hmm. you. I love that. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. Just today. That's today, amazing. I just need you to believe in yourself today. I need you to take and muster up as much strength and get out of the, that depression today. Yeah. I need you to kick anxiety in the butt today. Just today. Just think about right now. Come on, this moment right here. Maybe you're not called to be a warrior princess right now. Maybe God is just asking you to get up from that depression. And we got to be sincere enough and we have to stop hyping these things up into, oh, you're only great. You, you have only risen when you are in a platform with 3,000 women mm -hmm. listening to you preach. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not called to all those things, but I am called to my kids. Come on, somebody. If there's mothers here, you know, you, you called to your kids. That's a big responsibility. You are shaping tomorrow. You are shaping a nation. You are shaping a community. Somebody got to understand that maybe you're not called to go to Africa and to go to, to uh, Europe and to go to all mm -hmm. these places in South America. Maybe you called just to be home. 
and bring up those kids in the right way. Your call to your husband, your call to your family, your call to your coworkers, your call to your church, your call to your community. Somebody got to understand that this is not only about the big uh, lights, camera, and action. You can arise even behind the scenes. Ain't nobody got to give you an applause for you to arise. Tell them about the, the, the little boy with the bread and the fish. Okay. We don't even know his name. Mm. Poor little boy. We don't know his name. And he was center stage for one of the biggest miracles mm -hmm. in the New Testament. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what your name is. Come on. It doesn't matter the title you got on. He was at the right place at the right time and he made the That's right thing. Right. Come on, somebody. Okay, Ma Mama Street. Mama I love Street. that. I love Mama that. Street. Mama Street, okay? That is a whole ministry. Jesus. I'm called to my community. I'm mm -hmm. called to help those that are in my reach. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. My journey is my reach. Those that are at my reach, they might not be the people that are in your reach, but I'm called to be the hands and feet of Jesus where I am. I think that we need to learn how to be influencers in the places Ooh. where we find ourselves. Ooh, I love whether that. that is with two people, whether that is with 10 people, whether it's 20, 30, hundreds, thousands. Like, you know what? It's real when the Bible says, if you know how to store a little bit, mm -hmm. God will allow you to store much. That's you right. Know? And so would you store what God is allowing you to influence around you in oh. this season? In, in the right now, mm. in your such a time as this moment. Instead of looking for that next season, worry about the season yep. you're in yep. today. Because if you don't get up from this one, you can't get to the next one. And a lot of us don't understand that even, listen, maybe God is asking you to arise from that voice that says, take a drink. Yeah. Listen, just numb the pain. Listen, it's just a little bit of alcohol. Nobody knows. Mm. You're behind the scenes. You're behind closed doors. Take the drink. Listen, it's just a little drink. It's just one. Just one drink. And then after the one, you take the two, you take the three, you take the four. And then you just fall asleep in a heap of tears. And, and you think that you, you've solved the problem. Tomorrow you have a hangover. And then guess what? The problem is still there. Or maybe it's just God is asking you to, to, to arise. Maybe from listening to that sad song that that voice is telling you. Just listen to, the, to that music. You know that music is going to drop you into a depression. But you know what? You start playing the song. The song that used to be your favorite song with the man you love. And now he cheated on you. And, and now you, you throw in a big old pity party. Because that voice said, just listen to the song just once. Then you listen to it twice and three times and four. Then you're taking antidepressive pills because now you're depressed. Jesus. Or maybe God is just saying, arise from that voice that says, hit the gas and end it all. Mm. Listen, you're better off dead. Your family is better off without you. Listen, you, you haven't been able to get over this breakup. Listen, you haven't been able to get over that thing that, that has you hung up for years. Listen, you haven't been able to get over that abuse mm -hmm. and that sexual altercation that you had or that rape or molestation. You haven't gotten over that. Listen, just end it all. Maybe God is asking you to arise from stopping to listen to those voices. Mm -hmm. I didn't read that in a book. I've been through that. I've heard those voices. I've heard the voices that said, take your life and end it all. I suffered from depression all my teenage years. To the point I didn't want to live. That's where God took me out of. I've heard those voices. I know what they sound like. Mm. 
That's why I won't take a drink of alcohol. That's why I won't play a sad song. Why? Because I know it takes me to a place I don't want to go. Don't you dare go to places that Jesus freed you from, that you prayed yourself out of. Where are the women that understand that sometimes we are our own demise? Jesus. We are the ones that open up the doors to depression. That spirit is just lurking. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, hey, I know you had a hard day. Take a little drink. And we are part of our own demise. Instead of saying, I've been called to the kingdom not to go preach, but not to drink. Yeah, for sure. I haven't arrived for such a time as this, not to, to look at the masses and lead the masses. No, I, I just been called to the kingdom for such a time as this, not to hit the gas when that voice is telling me to take my life. But we over mystify it. Mm -hmm. We over mystify it, right? Today, we must choose to arise. You must choose to arise. This is why we're here. This is why we're telling you. You have to choose to arise. Don't over mystify this thing. You know, one of the hardest things that we think is that this is only about us. <laughs> and the grander plan, because God only created you for you. Jesus. How insane is that? Selfishness. How, when we how think insane. That way. Yeah. I, I was brought to the kingdom for such a time as this for me. It's just about me. Yep. Number one, I've been saved for me mm -hmm. to go to heaven and be happy. Jesus. Should we go into this verse? Listen, I, I don't know. I don't know if these women think that they have been called to arise just for themselves. Mm. Come on now. Because when we read this verse... <laughs> it's talking about generational things. Jesus. I wish you looked a little deeper. Mm -hmm. Our problem is that we read the Bible in a hurry, yep. right in between lunch and right right before the break. Mm -hmm. And we hungry and we just all oh, we just check. I read the word. Hey, mm -hmm. I did my devotions. Yeah. Yeah. It's about devotions. It's always gems in the in between. Yeah. You know? And we don't stop to read the word of God. If we look at the verse that we read, we're talking about generation. This arising mm. has very little to do with you. I love it. Let's read it. Yeah. Deuteronomy 10, verse 11. It mm. says, and the Lord said to me, arise, go on your journey. Uh, 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 exactly. So when we look at this verse, right? Mm. And, and I'm, I'm going to get out of context here because sometimes we look at the word of God and, and right when we're preaching the word of God, we try to do a great job exegetical yeah. right looking at the pretext and the context and what who was talking to who and why <clears throat> this this the story right here we look at moses he was on the mountain he done broke the, the the ten commandments he had to go right back up and 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 get the ten commandments again while he was up there the bible says that god spoke to him 40 days and 40 nights he went back up there he was in the very presence of God. Mm -hmm. And this is what God says, says to him in Deuteronomy 10. Mm. And the Lord said to me, arise, go on your, don't go on Joshua's, oh, come on. don't go on Abraham's, mm -hmm. yeah, don't, you, don't go on Jesus's journey. No, 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 Moses, go on your journey and go ahead of the people. Listen, go ahead of the people mm -hmm. so that, in other words, if you do what I'm telling you, there's going to be a result. This is not for you, Moses. 
because you ain't even gonna go into the promised land. Okay, I'm just giving you a a a, a little clue, a little hint. Wink, wink. You ain't going, but you're gonna leave. You're gonna get and go ahead. You're gonna go on your journey. You have a journey. You have something you're responsible for. Doesn't look like everybody else's. Yours is different. But you're gonna go and this is God in the mountain speaking to him face to face, mm -hmm. telling him, go get up. Turn up, Moses. Turn up. Okay? Turn up, Moses, and not going out and, and going partying yeah. and clubbing. No. Turn up in the spirit. Jesus. Arise and go ahead of the people. So that if you do it. Me going ahead, being the first to go on my journey will result in, listen to this, will result in, it says, so that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. I love this. And I, I wish you can go deep with me. I don't know if you're ready. How many of you are ready to go deep? Because if you're not, you let me know. I just pump the brakes. Say we, turn up. We won't turn up if you don't want me to turn up. Write it on the screen. Come on, turn up if Some, you want us to turn it up. Somebody got to turn it up tonight. Come on, where are the ladies at? I thought this was ladies night. They've done left us alone mm. up in here. <laughs> where are the women? Where are the women that are ready to turn? Lynette is ready to turn up. Stephanie is ready to turn up. Saran is going, uh, the hands up in the air. Mm -hmm. Stephanie is leveling up. Somebody got to turn up tonight. Turn Jennifer up. is turning up somebody. We have decided to arise in our own journey. Not somebody else's. Not somebody else's. That's right, Jennifer. Y'all better get up. Let's go, ladies. That's right. Somebody got to turn up tonight. Moses had to turn up. He had to arise. And it says, if you go ahead of them, they may in and possess the land which I swore. What does this mean? This verse, what it means is, okay, is that they, it says, look, I promised fathers something. I swore to their fathers something, but they're going to go and possess the land. Mm -hmm. What? Wait a minute. I thought this was about me. Mm -hmm. I thought I had to arise because you know what? God is going to make my name great. It says, go, go ahead of them so that they may go in and possess the land which I swore to their fathers, the generation that mm -hmm, passed. Mm -hmm. And so what it means is that the fathers were promised yet could not possess the promise because it's not all about you, honey boo boo. Mm -hmm. It's not about you. There is a generation that is waiting for you to arise. Oh my God. <laughs> this is where we talk about paying the price so that your kids don't have to pay the price. Mm -hmm. I, and I love this because I always say this to the church. The giants you slay, your children won't have to slay. Mm -hmm. If you're addicted to pornography, come on somebody, this ain't you. There are women that are addicted, addicted to pornography. Oh yes. If you're addicted to pornography, do you think that your kids won't have to, to face that giant? If you are addicted to drinking and you're an alcoholic because you won't face that giant, yeah. your kids are going to have to face it. If you are in relationships that have domestic violence and your kids are watching that, guess what? Your kids are going to have to face that giant and try to slay that giant. This is why we have generational curses. curses. <laughs> you see... Many times, because we think it's about us, we won't set them up for greatness. Mm. And I love that. Because not 
too long ago, we, those that are, you know, in the media, yeah. of those that are with the culture and, and know a lot of preachers, uh, many of you know Bishop Jakes. I know Terry does. Terry goes to his church. <laughs> Listen, you know Bishop Jakes. What did Bishop Jakes just do? He just handed the baton to Pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts. Yeah. Do you think that that came cheap? Mm. Bishop Jakes, when you hear his story about not having food to give his kids, where he had to go and just get apples and feed them apples because they had nothing else to feed them, where they had to barbecue food while the service was going so that they can feed the people and people would continue to come and grow the church. And they had a storefront church for years where they weren't getting paid and they, they wore the same suit and they wore the same shoes. You know what? I believe it 210% because I've been there. I've been there. I've worn the same shoes for two years straight. Yes or no? Mm -hmm. She's my witness. She was able to see those beautiful black shoes. They was cute. They was cute. I, I couldn't tell what you was going through. Listen, girl. <laughs> I was like the Israelites for the 40 years. My shoes did not get worn. Those puppies look good for two years. Every Sunday. And every time I got invited to go preach, I wore the same black little shoes. Because I was going through it. Mm. You won't know. Because I didn't have to share it. But guess what? People that knew, they were like, girl, you making those heels work. Those were your battle shoes. They, they work with every, <laughs> every outfit. Come on, somebody. They work with every outfit. And so all of a sudden, you look at Bishop Jakes and, or better yet, you look at Pastor Sarah Roberts, right? Mm -hmm. Sarah Jakes Roberts. And you look at her and you're like, well, why? Why is she inheriting all, all these women? And why is she inheriting all this, this huge platform? And why is she, guess what? Her daddy paid the price. And that is the problem with us as parents. We won't pay the price because it's all about me. Mm -hmm. And we won't pay the price because you know what? I'm hung up on stuff and I won't push through and I won't arise. And because you know what? I was dealt a bad hand and I was so, I poor me, I'm victim mentality. And guess what? I can't push through, but guess what? She inherited that and it was passed over to her because somebody, there was a father. Mm -hmm. There was a father that said, I'm going to push through. I'm going to arise even though I only have five people in my congregation. I'm going to arise even if I have to sell barbecue ribs in order to keep the lights on. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to push through even though I got to park my car in the back because it looks ugly. Mm. I had to push it here to the service to preach about prosperity. Jesus. I don't know if you heard about his testimony, but girl, I'm telling you what his testimony looked like. Had to push cars in back of the church so people didn't know. So people didn't know that that was his car. Same suit, ripped it, the, the lining was ripped. And he would go to these big places to preach. I'm talking about preaching and then going home and feeding his mother applesauce because she was losing her mind. I wish there was somebody here that understood that he had to push through that in order to give that over to a Sarah Jakes Roberts. Oh my God. But because we think it's about us and I can't go through nothing, mm -hmm. guess what? Our kids are suffering. Our kids don't have greatness to look forward to. Jesus. Our kids continue to fight the same demons we're fighting. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> That's deep, Pastor. Mm. It's deep. Uh, we definitely got to get to that place where we say no more. No more to the generational curses. Come on. No more to what the enemy has continued to use against me. 
and you think that it is a weakness, but if you would allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, to mm. lead you, right. you are able to get through this. You you understand? And I think that too many times we're in our head, we're, we're, we're you know, too deep in the in these thoughts that are not even Christ-like. Oh. And, and God is telling you, would you have the mind of Christ? Would you pray that over yourself? Oh, would you allow the Spirit to do what he is wanting to do with you and give you through these processes mm. so that then you can become that person who is the deliverer Ooh, of your gener of a generation That's of those right. that are coming, you know, behind you. Mm. Listen, uh, our sister here says, I have put $3 in gas when I was single mom to take my boys to church on Sunday. God has been good. Listen, I, I can relate. I remember telling my brother, you got some quarters. First of all, I just got to point out that. that she said that really joyful. Yeah, like, that was super joyful. That's and right. I kind of appreciate that. Yes. Like, listen, God is so good that he got me to church with $3 in gas. Let's go. Come Let's on. go. I, I, I think sometimes we over glorify these things. Yeah. And maybe a rise was just getting those $3. Listen, I was happy when I was able to get a, a, a dollar in quarters and say, yeah. you know what? I'm putting the dollar. I don't care. Yeah. This is going to take me somewhere walking to the Walmart. Cause I ain't got a car here in Florida with two kids. There are processes that we have gone through. And we have to understand that if I go through it and I push through and I arise for such a time that I am assigned to mm -hmm. that, my kids won't have to go through that one day. I'll be able to pass the baton to my son, to my daughter Amen. and say, here's the ministry that I broke my back trying mm -hmm. to raise and, and be obedient to God. And, and now you continue the torch and, and go to take the baton and keep running, but take, take it to the farthest that you, you think that Sarah Jakes Roberts is looking at this and say, ah, oh, look at this thing. Yeah. No, she, she knows the price that had to be paid for that mm -hmm. baton. She knows the price. And so a lot of the times we look at generational curses as somebody took a, a wand and said, you're cursed. Mm. Generational cursed. Because we look at it as when we look at movies, right? Yeah. Oh, there's a curse. Somebody uh, put a spell on you. That's not the type of curse we're talking about. Yeah. Generational curses are generational cycles. Yeah. They're generational patterns, people yeah. of God. Come on, get us straight. They're patterns that have been repeated time and time again. And nobody wants to stand up and break the pattern. Jesus. Nobody wants to stand up and break the cycle. The moment you say, I rise, and you break the pattern, it won't be a pattern anymore. Mm. Simple as that. That's the formula. Break it. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a magical spell. It's not a magical curse that has been spoken over your generations. Yeah. When we say generational curse, we're talking about generational cycle. Yeah. And it's going to take somebody to break it. Mm -hmm. And if it wasn't your parents, it should be you. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think that we have to also force ourselves to break these things. Like, yes, God is backing you up, but you also have to make the choice to say, you know what? I'm no longer going to continue doing the thing that I'm doing in order for this cycle to break. You know, if, if your parents used to verbally abuse you, would you break the cycle with speaking life and affirming your children? Let's go. What would, what will you do in order to break that cycle? Mm. Listen, ladies, tonight God is saying we must have the courage to arise in our own journey, right where we are. God is not asking you to be a Deborah. 
He's not asking you to be an Esther. He's asking you to be you and to go on your journey so that those that you're leading, like your kids, yeah. like the people that God has called you to, mm -hmm. will not have to break those cycles because you broke it. Because you let them out of that pattern. You let them out of that cycle. Hmm. That's real. So that you will be able to possess or they will be able to possess what God promised. My God. Listen, I, and this is a side note. Um, I feel like sometimes we also focus so much on, on ourselves, on the, this, you know, whatever destiny has been prophesied. Oh, yes. me when, when you still have not dealt with the patterns that are going on in your house. And so we cannot expect for God to launch us into these, you know, grand uh, uh, seasons and times when you still haven't dealt with things in your own home. And God is saying, would you arise in your home Woo! and change the atmosphere, the ambiance, the way that things are moving in your house? Would you break that that pattern? Mm. Would you break it? And like Pastor Lucy is saying, we, we hear this all the time, the generational curse, and we think that it is a curse that it's been thrown out there. No, the practical thing is... This is a cycle. You it's heard it. You heard it from your grandma. Your so grandma, you do it exactly. Your grandma, your mom, and it just continues on. Now you do it, and now your daughter does it, and now your daughter's daughter's gonna do it. And cycle, exactly. Cycle. It's a pattern. Somebody gotta break it. And so there you go. God is not asking you to go to the nations. He's telling you that the nations are inside your house. Yeah. And the breaking of that cycle will catapult you into that next season. You can't look at God to go and, and help you deliver a nation if you can't deliver your kids. Jesus, and it's, it's what you were saying. Moses didn't make it to the promised land. His process was to help these people that God placed in his hands so that then they can make it to the promised land. Let's go, let's go. Laura says, turn up. We okay, turned up, we okay. turned up. We turned up. We are rising tonight. Not arising to be a warrior princess. Yeah. Not arising to be, a, a, you know, a deliverer of, of nations. No, mm -hmm. we're, we're rising up just to be who we are right yeah. now in the season. Yes. The season that we are right now. Mm -hmm. Ladies, you, you got to wake up. And, and, and you know what? And even I, I feel that the weight of a preacher and the weight of a teacher where we're motivating people to, Deborah, arise. Maybe you're not called to be a Deborah. We're not all called to be Deborahs. Yeah. I'm called to be Lucy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm called to be Lucy. I'm not Deborah. <laughs> you know, uh, also, uh, when you read the whole story of Deborah, how she tells uh, Barack that um, the victory is going to come through a woman. When you look at, I think her name is Jael. Jael, yeah. Jael. Jael wasn't out there uh, with with a Deborah. She was she home. Was, she was home. <laughs> and she handled her business right there in that place by herself. She was home. She was home. She was a homemaker. Jesus. She was minding her own business. Mm. And trouble came to her. And so this is the thing. If, if Jael wanted to be Deborah, she would have never killed. She, she would have never killed the Come enemy. On. Come on. She would have never killed the enemy. Mm -hmm. Why? She was at the place she was called to be. Exactly. She was mining her journey. Yep. Come yep. on, somebody better put that up there. Mind your journey. Jesus. Mind your journey. Because we want to compare our journey to somebody else. Somebody has to say, mind yep. your journey. <laughs> mind your business. Mind your journey. Your business is where God has you. Wherever that is. Amen. That's your journey. That, yep. That's where you need to arise. You need to arise in your business. Arise. <laughs> arise in your business. 
Stop trying to be everybody's business. Yeah. We're all over the place. Oh, did you see her? Mm-hmm. Oh, she got invited there. Oh, uh, look at the circle. Oh, look at the friends. Oh, everybody likes her post. Yeah. We mining everybody else's journey up, except for ours. And then we want to wonder what we haven't arrived. Yeah. Today, not tomorrow, not next week. Today, God is saying, arise in your own journey. And when you do, you're going to lead those that are following to possess the land that was promised. Jesus. Somebody got to understand this tonight. Get it in your spirit, women of God. Get it in your spirit. Somebody needs to mind their journey. Mind their journey. Forget about all these other things. Yes, we can look at these stories and we can grab maybe things that maybe sound like what we're going through. But at the end of the day, Deborah ain't going to get you up from your bed of depression. Esther ain't going to give you a bath if you haven't taken a shower after your divorce because you can't get up from bed and you stink. You're more like Lazarus right now. And so what we have to understand, yes, the Bible is our sword. The Bible is our guide. The Bible is what we have to put inside. Those words have to be living inside of us. But we have to understand that we have to take it and make it practical so that we can be able to make it. Because when I read Deborah, it doesn't want it doesn't make me want to arise because I'm depressed right now. It doesn't make me want to arise because I'm still a single mom yeah. with a couple of kids and I can't even pay my bills. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about Deborah. Deborah ain't paying my bills. Deborah ain't got my problems. Deborah ain't got my problems. She's a whole judge, a whole prophetess with extra S's. I mean, I can't even prophesy over my kids right now because they're driving me nuts because they're jumping all over the place. When is school back in session, somebody? Do you see what I'm saying? And so sometimes we can't take these stories and we cannot relate to them. We can't yeah, because our reality looks totally different. Mm -hmm. Our husbands are acting like fools. We're acting like fools. And Deborah's husband was like all in. He was like, he was like, that's my girl right there. That's my boo thing. That's my boo thing, judging the nations. Right? Yeah. His name was Lapidoff. Okay. Lapidoff. He was, he was, he was happy with it. Laugh it off? La- laugh it off. No, he wasn't laughing. He wasn't laughing about it. Laugh it off. Yeah. And you see, this man was happy with his woman, but we got some husbands that be acting cool sometimes. And we just join in the party because we, you know, especially we from Jersey. I don't know about nobody else, but, we, you know, husbands start acting a fool. We start taking off the earrings like, you don't know no Jersey girl, you know? This is the problem. The problem is that we want to look at these people and we cannot relate because our reality looks different. Our daily battles are different. Our home is different. Our churches don't look like Israel. They don't look like the palace where Esther was Mm -hmm. with a guide, you know, bathing every day with oils. You know, our reality doesn't look like that. So tonight... You know, I just felt in my spirit that we mm-hmm. needed to talk about this because a rise can be an entanglement. Yeah. It could it could hold us mm-hmm. back because we think that a rise has to be like Fanny said, this grandeur kind of word yeah. where if I'm not arriving and preaching at church, then I'm being overlooked. Mm-hmm. I'm not enough. I'm not, not enough. enough. Yeah. I'm not enough. So I might as well sit down. I ain't, I ain't turning up. 
I ain't arising. It's not my season. It's not my season. I don't need to arise. Girl, you need to arise every single day. If not, you can't pay your bills. You better arise from that bed. Mm. Come on. And those are the things that we have to concentrate on. Ladies, if you don't take anything else from tonight, I want you to understand that God is asking you to arise in your own journey. Mm -hmm. Your journey looks different. Your journey might be a lonely one, maybe because you're, you're maybe a single mom, maybe, you know what, you're a widow, or maybe your finances are really bad. Maybe, maybe you're even homeless. Who knows? Listen, we've all gone, gone through a lot of stuff. And even though you see us here with the lashes, don't let that fool you. We've been single moms. Mm -hmm. We've been almost kicked out of our places. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. Don't let that fool you. Yeah. Don't don't let the celebration fool you. The mm -hmm. oil we carry is not oil because it's been gifted to us. Mm -hmm. The oil we carry, we had to pay for. Yeah. The oil we carry, we had to be crushed for. And sometimes we have to understand that our journey is going to include that crushing. And we must push through and arise even in the crushing. Somebody got to say something. Somebody's turned up. I don't know. This was such a great episode. Um, I think that um, all of us can relate to this. You know, all of us can, can relate to it. Like sometimes we'll have the valley seasons and sometimes we're on the mountaintop, you know, mm -hmm. and we have to make a decision every day. How am I going to arise today? And I think that for you who are connected today, if tomorrow is a great day, Praise the Lord. Yes. But if the following is hard for you to arise, just continue to remember, you mm -hmm. know what? There, There is something that that God wants to do through this situation, and I'm not going to let the enemy steal this from me. And I'm going to arise. Even if it's, this isn't for me so specifically, good. if it's for my kids, if it's for those people at work, if it's That's for those good. people in my ministry, if it is for whoever it is for, God, I'm going to honor you and continue to pour from whatever I have within myself. And so I want to go ahead and just go into the affirmations. Speak this over yourself. You That's can so, speak it over yourself every on. day. You can write this down on a sticky note and post it on your mirrors. Let's go. Post it all over your room, where, wherever, on your desk, wherever, because sometimes we need to encourage ourselves in the Lord. That's right. Amen. Sometimes you, listen, sisterhood is great, but there's some things that we have to endure alone. Like Pastor Lucy was saying, she having her husband right next to her, she had to go through that process of, of mourning her, her brother, you know, by herself with the Lord. And so understanding that there's times that we have to get through it is just me and God. Oh, you know, so good. and so let's go ahead into affirmations. Um, Jesus, Jesus, Lord, my God, speak this over yourself right now. I arise because I know that there is a nation that is awaiting my arrival. Hmm. There is a, I will arrive because my kids need me to arise in mm. this day for a, a better tomorrow. Mm. I will choose to arise because I understand that this is not just about me, but this is for others that are connected to me. Mm, my God. I will arise because I know that I'm a woman of God and God has chosen me for such a time as this. Oof. So even if you're such a time as this does not look like it is in victory yet. Understanding that you are going to get through it. 
and that God is going to work all things out for the good of those who love him, mm -hmm. for you who love him. There is hope for you every day to wake up and say, God, I'm going to arise mm -hmm. from the depression, from this anxiety, from the bad news, from the diagnostic. That's right. Whatever it That's is, right. choose to arrive. I, I, I think that, listen, anything else would just mess up this, this life because God has spoken to us. I, I don't think he could have been more clearer to us. Um, on what we need to do, why we need to arise, and how we need to arise. Tonight, you 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 better arise, arise. Mind your your journey. It's it's about your journey. That's a whole T-shirt. Mind your journey. You, uh, Lynette, please write that down. Mind your journey. Okay, copyrighted by Level Up Girl Global. Okay, ladies, it has been a pleasure. It has been such a great comeback, yes. just like we never left, yep. ladies. All right, we turned up, we turned up. on Tuesday night, mm -hmm. level up time, okay? So listen, we are going to be here um, some Tuesdays. Some Tuesdays we won't be here because we have a lot on our schedules, but we will let you know when we will be live. We're also going to be launching Level Up Girl en Español, mm -hmm. okay? So for all those Spanish chicas, that are still waiting for us to speak Espanol. I know, <laughs> I know, pobrecita. We're arriving We're, we're going to arriving soon, okay? Vamos a llegar en Espanol muy pronto, amen? We're gonna get there in Spanish very soon. We're working on some things, ladies. But ladies, keep us in, in your uh, prayers yes. as we mind our journey because it's not easy coming to you live. It's not easy being able to pour out this oil Remember, if you got oil, you've been crushed. And yes, we've been getting crushed. But guess what? We're still pushing through. We're still arising. Amen. We're still arising. We're still minding our journey and understanding that God has called us mm -hmm. for such a time as this to be able to come to you on Tuesday nights where we can turn up together and be this beautiful sisterhood that God has called us to be. Ladies, we love you so much, Olga. I just saw you. Love you. Saran, Jennifer, Stephanie, Lynette, Terry, and every other beautiful woman that has tuned in tonight. Make sure you share this with somebody. Do not be stingy with the word. Somebody got to arise mm -hmm. in their journey. Amen. Ladies, before we go, I just want to remind you that we have our website. We have merch on the website. If you would like to support the Level Up Girl ministry, you can do so by either purchasing or you can also um, give whatever God places in your heart to cash app Pastor Loose. A money sign, Pastor Loose. So yeah, go check out our uh, merch on the website because we still have sweaters for the fall season. If you have not purchased one, go check it out. I'm sure that you're going to love them. Um, we also have different accessories on there as well. Lastly, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, you can do so on Loose Hernandez Ministries um, and also to our podcast. If you are at work and usually like to listen to, you know, something edifying and stuff like that or encouraging, mm, you can right. do so on um, Level Up Girl Podcast. That is what it's titled. So, yeah. Uh, our website is www.lhm1.org. It's on your screen. Ladies, it has been a pleasure. We love you so much. We can't wait to see you again. We love you. Love God you bless bye. you. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl.